0: Hello and welcome to the It's All Film and Games podcast. I am Corey Stillman. Alongside me, as always, we have Sam, Samir, and Dane. And so keeping in theme with our previous episode, we're keeping this one a little tighter, just focusing on, on one movie because, you know, we mentioned this in our in our group chat the other day, but, you know, movies are, for all intents and purposes, back. Like, we're getting new releases on a pretty regular basis now. And imagine that. We can actually talk about a new movie every episode. Instead of drafting old ones for Survivor or whatever, it, whatever it might be, which by no means for all our little listeners out there are those ideas and those games are going to be retired. But here we are. We're going to talk about Those Who Wish Me Dead, a new HBO Max release, uh, one of the more popular films in the country right now. Very different from The Mitchells vs. the Machines, which we, which we touched on in oh, yeah. our previous episodes. Which one I was say, good and the other wasn't. If you, if you haven't listened to our previous episode, I highly recommend it. I think it's. Uh, I don't want to call it our best, but definitely our funniest. Definitely. Wait, we're
1: we're we're continuing the theme of just being like, wow, we're so we're good at so, this. We're yeah. so good, <laughs> but guys. We're so yeah. good.
0: Well, you know, I was thinking about that. Some if more, anyone I was, was if like, anyone was a... wondering, we're still great at podcasting. <laughs> but also, like, would you want to listen to a podcast where someone's like, "Do not listen to our previous episode. We are yeah, we really podcasts. dropped
1: the we really dropped the ball. We are so one. bad at
0: podcasting <laughs> that you should just stop listening to whatever you're, you're hearing right now. Which I feel <laughs> there like i might I'd
2: be curious. Then that's true. Yeah, how bad could it like? Oh, this episode was so good. I'm more likely to shit on it being like and, this is worse all... than Joe Rogan or something. In all honesty, <laughs> there are probably
0: episodes of this podcast where that description might be might be apt. Yeah. But but uh, <laughs> let's hope tonight isn't one. Although I'm starting just, just from a uh, it's not like discussion. Good. Yeah, it's from not from the early good. discussion before we even began. I uh, it'll it'll be a fun one, I think. So, like I said, we're talking about those who wish me dead. HBO Max release, uh, also a theatrical release as well. I have a story I want to share about about this movie in a in a second my own personal experience with it um but first before we even get in the movie itself do you guys the do any of you have any personal feelings about Taylor Sheridan the writer and director of this film and his, his previous work uh, he is very quickly i think becoming sort of like a i mean i think you, you could call him an auteur but he's kind of one of the, the more uh interesting names in Hollywood either you love him or you hate him uh you know a lot of people really uh, fell in love with Sicario which netted him uh, best Screenplay nomination. Uh, obviously, Heller Highwater was very highly acclaimed, acclaimed, and he also, uh, I believe, was uh, nominated for that. Uh, and then he he wrote and directed Wind River, and he also has the show Yellowstone. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show yeah. Yellowstone on, on on. I think it's on Paramount, or maybe it's on something else now. I uh, I Fun tried effects. it. I tried it. I would call it, and I think you'll appreciate this, Samir. I would call Yellowstone like unironic Succession and what i mean by that is it's basically just about like a bunch of rich people but it doesn't know that how how funny that is it just thinks it it just thinks it it takes itself really seriously um and it's set in like this big ranch in the yellowstone and all this stuff so i'm i'm not a huge fan of the show but i'll 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 start by saying that i really enjoy taylor swift's work or how again how familiar are you guys with some of his other stuff and and how do you I, feel about him
1: i am like the ultimate heller highwater super stan i think that movie is like you know when there's a movie that everyone's like it's so underrated that it becomes rated like people know all about how <laughs> it becomes underrated rated it is. yeah like like that is hell or high water like i think there's so many people that are like this is the most underrated movie that's come out in the past decade but i truly believe that i think i think it's one of the best like it might be my favorite western movie ever made like i think it's so fantastic i think sicario Is it's a little more inconsistent than Hell or High Water, but I think that's also a very good movie. Then I I don't really have much
0: uh, experience with his other films, but big big fan of Hell or High Water, which is I do agree with you there. I love Hell or High Water. I think I think it's definitely his best. Um, But like I said, I'm a big fan of a lot of what he's done thus far.
3: I I've seen Hell or High Water and Wind River, love both of them. Really like Wind River, and honestly, Wind River's great. The the thing for me that I I love about his filmmaking is how well he like captures the environments and the settings that where all these take place like the the dusty small town locations of hell or high water like it does such a good job at just putting you in in those care in the characters world Um, however with uh, what is this movie called
0: those who yeah wish me see such so a horrible, who, it's what, kind of a horrible title. what a horrible name of a movie by those the way. who wish me dead. i really i think it's kind of a badass name i think okay we... foo fighters
1: tattoo <laughs>
0: <laughs> i didn't mean to say I... that i'm sorry Corey. that was really for, for that, the viewers was, that was at... me yeah that's that is me for all for the, for the, the viewers
1: at home um first off we're very excited about the Lollapalooza set list um it's really really good Second thing is Corey is donning a very manly tank top on our episode recording tonight, and a chin strap, and a chin strap, Uh, but a Chin strap
4: would go all the way around, right? True, and Um, a beret. Yeah, and 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 a beret. beret. (laughs) Yeah, and some assless chaps for some reason. It's quite an outfit. (laughs)
1: No. Um, but he was just flashing his poof fighters tattoo is why I Mostly I'm that. wearing I'm it because so I did. I think
0: I am I'm sweating more in my girlfriend's home in Pittsburgh than I would be if I was in the forest fires in this fucking movie. That's how that's how hot it is in, wow. in Pittsburgh right mm-hmm. Those were some big fires.
1: Yeah, I know. Were some big fires. And I don't even they have a, they called have a called special it big, blanket, blanket big fires blanket. everywhere. The like <laughs> the sequel of little fires everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, before... I'm on a workshop was that. That, was that? Yeah, was that not a good one? All, All
0: right. Man, so, 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 you're about to say about yeah. Well, the Sam. Film, Dan. So
3: Sam so rudely interrupted. Me. Oh, shut the fuck up, <laughs> um, But I was gonna say, "Those that wish me dead" is like it. It's weird. You would think he would have the formula of building up these uh, characters and the the settings down, but I think he pretty much fails in almost yeah let's go movie. dane fuck this movie um, really? i i don't want to say fuck this movie because there there were it was an entertaining watch but it wasn't a good movie and i honestly think one angelina jolie was i thought was kind of a terrible uh, not good actress not not her acting i just feel like she didn't fit the movie
0: yeah you know what it Um, is with angelina jolie is like she's angelina jolie so like you kind of can't put her in a in a fire tower and call her this humble montana girl because she's fucking angelina jolie like everywhere she goes she's gonna be like one of the most beautiful like like you know like regal looking people it's just like that's she's one of the richest people in hollywood so it's almost hard to cast her nowadays
3: yeah and there's just something about her that I didn't necessarily like, and then I also felt like if he basically just sneezed what his idea of a small town, small forest town was on a piece of paper, I just thought like there was a a bunch of random st- stuff in there, and I don't know, I wasn't a huge fan. Sam, I know you weren't
0: either. Oh well, wait, but I want to start with your first point because I think if there's one thing that we can all i would think we could all agree is pretty good about this film it's just it's just visually like the landscape mm-hmm. still look beautiful and no, no oh, yeah. i have a point
1: i have a point about this i have a point about this well this is I'm... actually the main thing i wanted. No, know samir it's my turn this is the thing i wanted to talk about was that i thought that he's taylor sheridan somehow made this beautiful beautiful place which we will be visiting later in the month so excited for that uh, camping trip boys um Next. he made this beautiful place look just boring i really i it's there's no intimacy with the nature it doesn't see like it, there's zero na- natural close-ups it's all just these big long droning swoosh shots of the nature and i like for me that like it becomes very like sterile to me and i actually didn't find this movie to be all that visually appealing until the fires the fires were really cool but besides yeah, no, that but, like, so like final final I, act of that movie was it was, was really beautiful. fun to yeah. watch yeah yeah but... that that is when the movie was at its best but up until that point god damn was i bored like holy yeah god.
2: what i'll say i guess to Corey's first question about taylor sheridan um I hadn't. Oh, actually... we're, going, we're going back to the first question. Wow. <laughs> <This> is, yeah. <laughs> <this is permanent. laughs> well, I didn't get a, I, I, I didn't get an opportunity. Nah, yeah. That, I, I, I would like much. to hear. I got you. Yeah. Um. It's not much. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I haven't seen any of his previous stuff, but the one thing that I will say is that I really respect that he commands this na- household name brand attention as a writer. The only other person in Hollywood I can think of like that is Aaron Sorkin where he's a writer, he's not primarily a director, um, but people know him as Taylor Sheridan, the writer, uh, because yeah. writers technically, or they generally don't get that level of like attention because when people can recognize your script as distinctly you and not for any other visual element in the movie, that's, that's pretty great. Like, you know, like it's so annoying, but it's like a cliche now whenever you watch Mean Girls and everyone is like, oh, you know, Tina Fey wrote this, you know, Tina Fey wrote this. And it's like, it's like, okay, <laughs> that's good. Um, so I'm glad that like a Taylor Sheridan movie, you can kind of tell based on the based on the writing from what I'm hearing. But I haven't. Oh seen yeah,
0: and I think stuff. that's where I I the point I'll concede early on to you guys is like what I love about his writing is that in his previous films, which all of those and I think this one included, I would call like neo westerns, kind of these like new you know sort of westerns. Uh, he kind of like recalibrates what we think of as a western to sort of like question some kind of some aspect of of America like hell or high water is very much about like the kind of like the fall of natural gas and oil and how that just like wreaking havoc on these small towns and no one really seems to care um you know and uh, sicario is kind of about the crisis along like the drug crisis along the border this one i i i think it's hard to approach in that same way uh and that, i definitely that took me a little while to get used to watching it i was kind of hoping for a little more of that taylor Sheridan-ness. With that being said, I think, I think personally, what makes this film still very good and very enjoyable is that it 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 plays out just like something that this the box office is sorely lacking nowadays, which is just like your classic kind of like mid to late '90s thriller. Like two thousand. Yeah. That's that's they, like perfect. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. For Samir, it has it has that 2000s. It's oh, it's no. tight. I was the, gonna the, get the, to that. The script is clean and it's tight. And it's and it's kind of superficial i mean i, I if you want me to do my quarry thing where I try to extract meaning from it, I totally will, but like <laughs> I think it's, it's pretty superficial. it's it's a it's a i think it's a fun tight thriller that's basically like yo what if a, a, there was a cat and mouse game and a giant fucking forest fire what would happen and like it's actually okay every once in a while to just enjoy a movie like that and 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 leave it at that yeah, See, and
3: that's kind of where I, I fell on it like it i definitely it was i enjoyed watching it but watching it i was like this Suck. is not great <laughs> it, this not, is bad a lot of times <laughs> um and it, it, it
0: feels like some with, it like, feels like something from yesteryear to a certain extent it doesn't feel like a fit in today's it's cinematic dated. landscape it's,
1: it feels dated and, is what i think that's what you're i looking like for like that's it, what i uh, liked about
2: it the most the fact that it kind of evokes this nostalgia of uh, like um, when movies like the knowing and stuff like that would come out and you would get it at red box at your local coons or something um, <laughs> <Can> <laughs> like I, that's the me... kind of movie yeah go ahead Dane.
3: <laughs> I, I was gonna say probably my biggest gripe with <laughs> with the movie is when they're running through the field and angelina Jolie gets struck by lightning yeah yeah and oh then my god shakes She's... it off <laughs> on, and all she, she does is put off. some
1: alcohol on her oh, she puts do you know the odds her of her that like, happening oops
3: Ouch. I Think the kids like you just got struck by lightning. I She's did like, think that Nuh-uh. was weird,
0: and and this <laughs> is like, this, this yeah. is the only time tonight that I'll do this because it's not fun to be like, oh, I read the book, and I I'm gonna keep some terrible. Oh my but god! No, no,
2: nothing you say after that phrase
1: yeah. <laughs> can yeah. possibly. No, I'm just gonna I think, edit it, I think, and every I th- time Corey talks, it's just gonna start with I read the book.
0: <laughs> no, and I but that's what I wanted to acknowledge. Is I was one of my another thing that I had to sort of another hill I kind of to climb over early on in watching this is how much uh, Taylor Sheridan changed the book. Like, that scene is obviously not in there. Some other things I'll just note because it's kind of interesting is, like, um, Ethan and Hannah are not exes in any way in the book. Like, they don't even know each other at all until, like, they encounter each other much later. Ethan's also not a sheriff in the book. He's just a wilderness survival guide. And what happens is he's... I actually think it's a much cooler premise in the book. He's leading a group of students on this wilderness expedition, and he knows that one of them is in hiding, but he doesn't know which... Wait, that's and so much better that, than the movie. Tape. And so that, 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 that that's like and that boy pain. ends up being Connor, who we meet in this movie. And that's Connor, fantastic. Connor witnesses a murder that has nothing to do with his dad. His dad's not even a character in the book, so it's very different. Yeah, in the book. So what? And so they just made it lame. Yeah, the They, toys, just, that's they just took everything did. good yeah.
2: about the movie. And
0: I will about say, the book. And... It it, it kind of it took a lot of what the book does with like the book has some really fun twists and turns and like has, does a lot of narrative gymnastics. And it just kind of distills it down to saying, like I said, what if there was a fucking assassin chasing a kid in a forest fire? Let's see what happens. Which, look, I it's it, I agree that it it makes itself a little superficial. It also maybe isn't as interesting as it could have been. But it just kind of sometimes you can you can just ha- write a fun premise for an hour and a half, put it on a streaming service, get some people into in seats in theaters in a, on a hot day in May, and uh, call it a day. You know? Yeah, you know I, I will the...
2: say. You know what's a top five worst feeling in the world? When you see a child actor trying his best, trying to act his heart out in an objectively bad movie. <laughs> well, and, and well, that's like,
3: that's the thing. Like, I didn't think the kid was bad. Like, I thought he was pulling off some. I mean, he was doing his best, some solid like, tears. I, 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 but it was like the I situations could see they effort. were in were just like. Yeah, I thought. The, yeah, I like, thought
0: the only bad actor in this was his father, Owen. His father was. Oh my scared. god! His
2: father was. Oh, I didn't so understand bad. that performance. I love you, son. Like every, I, 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 he, I was like, see, he was like, he was like, back away
0: from the horse, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every, yeah, every yeah, line that read he was scene. doing. Every line what was, read he was doing. wait? Well, so yeah, do you want to do well, want to give you my interpretation of that scene? Because what went. the fuck was the point so, of that horse? So seat? there is this is where Taylor Sheridanness does come in in this movie. I, I think there is an interesting conversation to be had here. Is I think that scene's an example, and there's also this scene that's kind of bizarre when the sheriff is eating like a steak and Ethan criticizes it, and he's like, "Oh, I rode this bull back in 1975 or whatever." Uh, <laughs> you should eat a salad. Yeah, I think what what Taylor Sheridan's sort of trying to go for here is like he's sort of pointing out how like some people have strayed very far from like the natural world. Like we don't really quite have this connection to nature the way someone like an Ethan or a Hannah might. And Connor obviously is a boy who, who find he's able to survive by really finding himself in tune with the nature and really kind of forging that connection. Um, And then you also have this story about, we don't like, I want to ask you guys about this in a second, but we never really find out what the actual conflict of this film was. You I know, was about to yeah, say that. Like, yeah, exactly. but we, but like, we do know they going after. Know, him? We do know it has something to do with politicians, and we know that it's really important that Connor gets this news story in the hands of the media. And so I think Taylor Sheridan's sort of trying to look at these middle of nowhere small towns and examine how far they have they away they are from what we watch every day on like CNN or whatever it might be. Like this might be a stretch, but it, a lot of the events happen in Florida. You could even imagine that maybe this news would implicate a certain former president who happens to live in Florida. Like I'm just saying that like, these these I towns will... are, are so distant from though that that kind of those kinds of ongoings. Meanwhile, there is this sense that they're very connected to nature and this world around them. And so he's kind of just asking us all to sort of meet in the middle a little bit and just see each other's perspectives. That's my that was my interpretation.
1: What I what I well that say... wasn't fleshed out at all. <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> that's good and well. What but I this say was just is a that... cat chasing a. I think I, I would I mean,
2: love to read into this more if it was better. <laughs> like if, if yes, there was more you, that if, if, you, if there Samir. was more if there was more that I saw that I liked, I'd be like, that's when you get started on being like, like if you take a movie like Persona, like that movie is an enigma. Not comparing this movie to Persona, but people like something in it, and they were like, okay, all right, well, what if, what if, what if? When you have, a well, movie you guys like didn't this, like it enough I,
1: to give me the win. Interesting <laughs> that you would bring um, up people liking it, Samir. Yeah. Well, um, what was I going to say? See, see
2: I'm, the reason I'm torn about this movie as a whole is because, like, I have talked on this podcast so much about bringing back movies, original movies that too, that you can talk to your neighbor about. Being like, hey, have you seen this movie? And there used to be a time where you could do that. So I like it for that reason. For nearly every other reason. <laughs> what is this movie? Like, I feel like every single line in this, I can't tell if it's the writing or the acting, but it comes off as so cheesy. Um, and the other thing I'll say is that um, Taylor Sheridan stole my idea, kind of. He saw it in <laughs> my notepad. Because I've always <laughs> been interested in a movie about the California wildfires. Um, but it's all set in black and white. Kind of like Embrace the Serpent, Corey. Have you guys ever like seen all you Green*?
0: Guys, that sounds cool, the black and white aspect. But have you guys yeah. ever seen um, Only the Brave? I haven't seen it. It's it's actually a very good movie. It's um it's a true story about these California wildfire fighters who all tragically died fighting a wildfire. It was a really big story like like back in, I think I want to say like the mid two thousands or something, um but it, it's with Josh Brolin. I I just I'm just, it, this movie it only reminded me of this movie because they both have like these beautiful wildfires that just look insane, um and I would say that one's probably a little better just because it had a little more um you know, meat on its bones. But um if you're, if, you're, if you if you want to see more fire on film, I recommend that one. Yeah. yeah, and I, do I love- think
2: there is a really good action movie about the wildfires in the making. I just don't think it's it. Sorry, Dan. yeah. No. yeah.
3: <laughs> um, no, I feel the same way. Um, <laughs> there, there is a a video game called Firewatch. Yeah, I've um, played it, and I, I, it's, it's a very like slow, dry game, but it is still captivating a slow and, burn if you would it, yes it's a, it's a, it's a slow <laughs> burn. i, I love that is, i actually played that it, for a class i, I, I like that one too. yeah the Thanks game is, is visually amazing and i feel as though other than the fires that there wasn't a ton of creative direction in just like filming the wilderness um a lot of that kind of depended on like the this the CG tower, um, in the middle of the woods and stuff like that. I just feel like there could have been more cinematically that could have been done, um. And I will also say, I, bringing it back to like the the conflict and why the cat and mouse is happening. I wish we did get a little bit more as to sorry, I was just getting a phone call. A little bit more about like what's the, at the state. politics. Yeah, what's like happening? A, yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah, the thing when I was like. What, when is, the, what is the yeah,
2: point when, of this? Yeah, <laughs> which,
0: which d- I want to make a clear. Like, I agree. I just, I think, the, like, again, I think the reason it's kept somewhat vague, which it's also kept pretty vague in, in the book, but I think it's because uh, it, it's trying to show, like, how, you know, these kinds of communities are super distant from, from those kinds of dealings that are happening amongst district attorneys and governors and congressmen who seem to be implicated in this thing. Um, and so it's sort of putting us in that position. I agree that just from a, from a storytelling standpoint, it feels a little slight as a result, but I do think there's at least a a motivation.
2: I do agree with Corey in the one regard that, um, and maybe I disagree with Dane and Sam here that I actually liked the way it was like, it looked and it was shot. Maybe it's because I love the Montana scenery. So excited, but, um. I was yeah. kind of <laughs> so like, excited, <laughs> but I was like, "Damn! Like this looks good. Like all this the is exactly I want
0: to." Like, like, I-, I, I-, I like this is, is exactly we're where we're where staying. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, oh. Samir. Is it exactly no? No, I mean that's all I thinking, this. Really. This is more or less exactly where we're staying. We're staying in oh, Park. Oh my County. god! They don't- oh. all they say in the movie is Park County, Montana. I'm we're so st- glad won- Dane
1: won't be with us on this trip. I was just I just about to say how sad I am that Dane won't be.
0: I know we were actually
1: talking about how Corey and I were talking about both. Like, if there is one person we would hate to not include in something on the pod, it's Dayton. Like, yeah. Personally, if there's one I, person I, I would was... love to leave out, it'd be Sam. A, some, if, well, mine was Sam. Finish that thought, Sam. Finish that thought. I don't, I don't know what so you. <laughs>
0: I really oh, set you up for that I'm not going to lie. I really set you up for that Whatever. I thought
1: we were on the same page about who we'd like to leave out of things, but it turns out. That was a little
0: snafu. So can uh, I tell a, a quick story about what it was like to to or what my experience watching this movie?
1: No. Yep.
0: Yeah. So okay. I I uh <laughs> Sam and I, you know, last week, for those who don't know, we know, we didn't, Obviously, we didn't record an episode last week cuz Sam and I were in Maine. Awesome trip. I highly recommend Acadia National Park. Gorgeous. Uh, the next day fun. when uh, I dropped Sam off at the train station to get rid of him, send him his ass back to Philly. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. I was like,
1: acting like we didn't have a tearful embrace, talking about how much we'd grown as humans. <laughs> Fuck you, Corey. Uh,
0: I, anyone who knows me knows I do not shed ever tears ever. So, uh, oh,
1: and I quote Corey: "I wish I could cry, but I can't." <laughs> <laughs> I, if you're if you're wondering, well, I'm,
0: your all, <laughs> all right, it's still it's still true. There was no no tears shed on my part. Okay, okay whatever. I anyway, lied. I realized, oh wow, you know, the train station. I'm right next to the my local movie theater. I was going to watch Those Who Wish Me Dead on HBO Max, but I, I think it'd be really cool in theaters. And I, I love Taylor Sheridan. I would love to go see it. So I go, get get some cheap matinees, tickets. I go and sit down. There's just me and one other guy in the theater. And I'm just sitting there and sitting there. The movie's not starting. The movie's not starting. This theater just opened back up like a week prior, mind you. And then all of a sudden, like 20 minutes go by and the manager of the theater walks in and she says, Hey guys, we're so sorry, but we tried turning the projector on, and it just burst into flames. Like it just, it just blew up, blew up. So uh, we can't show the movie in here anymore. We're gonna start it in 45 minutes in the next theater. If you want to go in there, and I was like, I don't really feel like sitting around for 45 minutes just waiting to watch it when I could just go watch it at home for free. So she gave me, uh, she gave you know one of those like refund tickets. She said you can go see another movie in the theater for free if you want. So I tried sitting through Spiral from the Book of Saul and i never walk out of movies but i had to walk out of it it was just so was terrible. it really that bad i like wanted terrible. to ask
1: you about that
3: you it was actu- what you actually walked out of it
0: yeah i walked out it was
3: so wow
2: bad.
1: that's crazy like yeah, yeah.
0: wait just real uh, quick why was it so bad a, a lot it's of people like didn't
2: ep- really like it
0: it's literally like an episode of of like a uh, ncis like that's the best like it's shot like one and it, it you can tell it was as cheap as one because it all takes place in like one little like police detective's office that oh, god like it, it just looks so like it looks like you it's like you've seen that set a million times you know what i mean mm-hmm. was it scary at all you guys ever have that where you recognize a set from other movies that you no, watch yeah. and you just yeah. know that um it was it wasn't you... scary as so much as it was disgusting because Star- really, Star- really, it was just like really violent like t- tongues getting cut off you know and things like that oh god i love the um,
2: idea of chris rock in a song yeah movie. oh and amazing yeah. premise look but... I'm,
0: I'm i love when these comedic actors try to like rehab their careers as more dramatic or horror or whatever it might be yeah but He's terrible in this movie. He's so well, bad. I <laughs> I, really? I feel like
3: I was watching the trailer and th- the trailer it's just Chris Rock playing yeah. Chris Rock. Yeah, movie. exactly. It's... But
0: he's he's playing Chris Rock, but he's also somehow supposed to be this like gruff detective, which like Chris Rock obviously isn't. <laughs> no. You know, like anyway. So didn't sit through that. But before I even went into that, before I even got my ticket refunded, I briefly had a conversation with the one other guy in the theater. Um, and I, I think he, you know, he might have had like a, a mental disability of some kind or like, he was just, he just like, you know, he just was like, had a, had a really, uh, like unique delivery when he, when he spoke. Um, but he, and he was dressed really funny. He had these like compression sleeves on all four of his limbs and he's running this flat cap and he's wearing all these gold chains and he's wearing a basketball jersey and a card was wearing a cardigan over the basketball jersey. I'm just saying kind of setting the scene here. It was and, Adam uh, Sandler. Yeah, it was. Um, and <laughs> No, we, we were just we were just talking about how we really wanted to see this movie, and we both loved the the Sheridan, and thought this movie looked really good. It's a shame we can't watch it because he also had to get going. and he couldn't sit for forty five minutes. Um, and he was telling me how he's a member of you know the theater's subscription service, and he goes all the time. Sometimes he just likes to go sit sit there because it's air conditioned and it feels so good. He said he <laughs> loved Tenant was his favorite movie of last year, so you knew we were going to be best friends immediately.
4: Oh uh,
0: my God. Just it was just one of those like really positive interactions or i was just like wow i'll never see this guy again but it was just a really nice pleasant interaction Do
1: you anyway think he's gonna
0: listen to Corey this had his last translation but wait moment wait the but this this is <laughs> lost crazy. this is that's the story hasn't gotten crazy yet so then the next day i am driving i'm getting ready to drive to pittsburgh to visit my girlfriend and i am getting gas at a wawa before i get on on the uh turnpike and i when I'm leaving the Wawa, I'm going to make a left, and there's a pedestrian crossing the crosswalk. So I have to wait for this person to get across before I can make my left. And this pedestrian has four compression sleeves on. They're wearing a yeah. cardigan and a basketball jersey. They're wearing a flat brim hat, and I just knew immediately that it was like I had to be this guy. Though so, like he was had earphones in, he was like bobbing his head, he was like talking. You could tell he was like, just as energetic the way he was yesterday. And even weirder, I was listening to a, a podcast uh, with my it's you made a weird with Pete Holmes. I always talk about it. Uh, <laughs> and he was talking about uh, like what it can be like to have chance encounters and how sometimes you might never see that person again. And it's like wow. just like a great pleasure. And I was like, wow, like I just had that interaction yesterday. And as I thought that I see this guy crossing the street again. And so I just had this like weird moment where I just like I was like, I don't know if I believe in God or what. but like still yeah. it, was <laughs> Jesus,
1: it was Jesus. Yeah, there's it was. something out there. Corey, so, that's your soulmate
0: yeah yeah i think it is and so when i sat down, when i finally got to gabby's that night and then i sat down you're to like watch this, it's not gonna this, work I found, I, someone yeah, else. I found someone else <laughs> but when i sat down cried. to watch those who wish me dead i couldn't help but think about this guy the entire time and i mean this genuinely like it sounds corny i know but i kept thinking about him and his reaction like to certain moments and the, the reason i'm telling this whole story is the point i want to make is i think that if we all saw this in a theater we would think that this movie was fucking dope because this movie has the exact <laughs> kind of moments that you would like, like imagine, like there are certain moments where a theater would literally burst into like applause, or everyone would start cheering when a character finally does something. You've ever been in theaters watching a thriller or an action movie when the character finally prevails, the villain finally falls, and everyone starts cheering, where everyone gasps, gasps when a certain thing happens. I think this movie has that kind of again, like that mid '90s, early 2000s, like sort of cheap thriller thrills that are super fun and get theaters energized and like, in a different world would have made it super successful.
3: You know what, Corey? I have Uh to agree with that. Um and 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 I'm gonna say pushover Dane. Well, yeah. I
2: I should say I don't know. Yeah, this this passion story and it won you over. But (laughs) yeah, I like your heart. It was a very,
1: it was a very good story, Corey. That's not a good story. Yeah, it's very. It was a better story than those who
2: wish. It was a better. It was that
1: might be true. Honestly, it was. (laughs) Yeah, it It was infinitely better than this movie we just watched. Now I feel like I
3: can't give Corey more credit but or, <laughs> what i was, gonna please, say do, was please do please do was um although i do still think the grip dialogues is weak i do think
1: excuse me oh my god you fuck? that choked up from it i almost just threw up I don't damn
3: know straight what happened. um <laughs> damn but straight. i will say there were a couple times in this movie where i i did gasp and my jaw kind of dropped and I'm going to tie it to uh, Peter Baelish, dude. Peter Baelish mm-hmm. does some shocking things. He's been film. on my mind recently. When yeah. he uh, when he shoots the cowboy cop with the mustache, I was like, yo, what did, what did he do? It was like, out of nowhere, And he shoots that random pedestrian in the car. And I was like, this guy is he's on some shit. And what, like when he shot the, the one cop in, in the head and. Was, oh, like, I know. Like, beating the or beating the wife and all that stuff then when she lights
1: his face on fire on, when she lights his face like, on
0: fire the whole the whole theater would erupt into that
1: yeah, I, I will say that, that was, was that was, was good. that was yeah, the yeah. best that was the I, best, I, best action I, sequence in the movie
3: I, I pointing it, it the wrong
0: way no i'm not and it, i watched on, it fu-
3: with tj my roommate and we were like yo yeah and then and, and then, then they did nothing she, with it. No, and then she gets on the horse, and I was like, yo, she's gonna or ride yeah. this horse to save the day, and sure, <laughs> sure enough, she fucking does.
0: Well, and again, I, I, all right, I know I, I promise I wouldn't keep doing this on that, but in, in the book, there's a great oh, subplot God, yeah. about it, Corey. <laughs> There's a great subplot about her and that horse and the relationship that they have. Like it's There's there's like a reason that she would ride off on that horse, where the movie, I agree, it's just kind of like, now all of a sudden, I'm just an action hero that rides a horse, and we never really get to understand mm-hmm. why that's the case. Well, they
3: even... I think they even alluded at it because like, there's like the shot lingers on the horse, obviously. And then there's the moment in the beginning, I think a different horse though. Um, With the boy. I I do think it it was a little bit implied with the, the the scene with the boy. I thought, I think I understood what Taylor Sheridan was going with it. It just seemed very out of nowhere, but for all my always sunny fans out there reminded me of when, uh, the gang gets lost going to the animal rights convention. Oh, oh yeah. 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 And, yeah. And, yeah. and, and then and Frank and, and that, Charlie and that and, rabbit uh, stare at each other. Oh yeah. And then, and then Frank he goes, it. he's got my soul. Yeah. <laughs> he's oh. got my soul.
2: Uh, So Corey with this, I, I agree with you in the existence of those movies, like from the mid nineties, early two thousands, like I'm thinking of die hard or something like that, where it's this action movie. Um, and there are movies where it's like that, but when you place this side by side with a diehard or with one of those movies, I just, I, I, I think that it's definitely a lower tier one of those movies. Like if this came out in 1996, I think it would have been average. I, yeah. Like people would have cheered, but I think because there were so many other movies coming out, like if I was to watch Die Hard now, um, I'd. That lives. Oh up. yeah, I mean, I'm like, not. I'm not uh, saying I, I it's, it. would
0: define a generation of action yeah. films the way Die Hard or like a Mission Impossible yeah. well, was. Or, or,
2: or like even like one of the lesser known '90s films or something like that. I, I feel like if this came out even then, I think I this like would be, be right
0: kind of at home alongside like like an Armageddon or. No, uh, no I'll any other Wyatt. sort of fire based movie <laughs> this, yeah. in, in, so this is at least a top 75 fire, fire <laughs> yeah, based yeah. Movie. that i, I will say, say so. i will forgettable. say
1: what what i th- i totally agree with samir and what separates this movie from like say these good action 90s action movies you're talking about is that they have interesting characters there's not a single interesting character in this yeah. movie and the script is also we've we've kind of danced around how bad it is. It is atrocious. It is a horrible yeah. script. I, really I don't think I don't think that's yes. true. No, and, and you think... know what? And you know what it does that I think is is a horrible trend that has happened, which is they just put swear words in it to make it seem interesting. Like it. <laughs> it I I was very very cognizant. Were there swear words throughout? In it? it swears yeah, all the time. The kid, yeah, the kid, yeah, it swears says all the time. Yeah, it's like it's oh my... like yeah, him saying fuck you or like. The bad guy, specifically, oh, yeah, I that. always says, I, I fucking hate this place. As if, like, anything interesting has happened to him. Or he was an interesting <laughs> character in any capacity. Well, like, and that's another I'm thing. I'm sorry, like, they... but, like... Really?
0: Because I was... I was, If there's one thing that... if Like, you talked about how this wouldn't have stood out in the 90s or whatever. I would watch a million movies that have Nicholas Holt and Aiden Gillen, like, as two assassins just, like, trying to kill somebody. I think that they were both fantastic. I, think I thought their characters think were good. a lot...
1: I think they're good actors, but I don't think their characters are all that interesting. And I don't think think what they were saying was all that interesting.
0: I I think at least as it relates to those two, like, the stilted nature of their dialogue felt appropriate. Because they were Mm -hmm. these kind of cold, calculated individuals. I
3: I like their dynamic, too. I I liked how Christopher Holt very much was, like, watching everything uh, Peter Baelish did under a microscope. And there were moments where you almost thought that Nicholas Holt was going to maybe come out and be the good guy and be like hey yo back off but right because he does end, he... have a couple
0: moments where he kind of stares and he's like oh my god we're really yeah
3: well it's when he i'm pretty sure it's when he finds out the wife is pregnant and he's the one he's like hey she's pregnant and all this stuff and yeah. then he's like watching um peter baelish's movements
1: i love um, how i i honestly dude, am so, i'm such a dork i was like peter baelish like who the fuck is that yeah, yeah i, I love, mean,
2: love the word it's yeah, called yeah, it. little,
0: yeah. little finger um Also, the, what do we think about the Tyler Perry cameo?
1: Oh yeah, Whoa, I
2: started hooting was, and hollering like, who, when I saw that. Wait, wait, That's Tyler, a, wait! Tyler best Perry part of it
1: was movie. in this movie. Yeah, wait, Tyler yeah, Perry's when. in this movie. Yeah, he, he plays the sunglasses. the mob
2: boss. He's the best part. Oh
1: fuck! I forgot. I didn't realize part. that. Wait, I had no idea that was Tyler Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: be it's be Tyler Perry's in this wait,
3: movie. it. Was the entire scene? Uh, my roommate where he's like in a suit you're like is that tyler perry he's like no it can't be is it yeah. and medea
0: just, walks, yeah. Madea just Madea walks
1: just walks out <laughs> tyler
0: perry's a notorious survivor fan i don't know if anybody's anybody knows that but oh. he he's the reason that he's a, a he's a survivor players here. are no longer allowed to wear their bathing suits because he thought it would be more <laughs> realistic if they just only wear their underwear Huh. Oh my God! <laughs> and so so he told, so now he they told get you.
1: horrible chafing as yeah. A result so he told of... he told Jeff Probst that, and now they uh, they don't get to wear their bathing suits. Wow, that's a little frustrating. Um, well, can I can shout I out ask to one Perry, if you're listening to this? Yes, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he is. He's an avid listener
2: to us as well. If yeah. you're if you're listening to this, I want to be in the next medea Boo Halloween Three. Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be really good, Samir. So.
1: I it's <laughs> interesting that you brought up the term survivor, Corey, because I wanted to pose this question of us four. Who would be the most fucked in this forest fire? And why would it be Samir? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad answer.
0: I was gonna answer you, Sam. So <laughs> really? I was after, gonna say
1: after, Sam after, too. Really? After I went to Maine Ooh. and I didn't even whine once, Corey? <laughs> you complained the entire trip. What do you mean?
0: Unbelievable. Wait, now
2: I want to hear can... about this. I never like asked you guys about your Maine trip well
0: no sam was pretty good on the trip but the entire drive up he was convinced that we're gonna have to get an airbnb within the first couple hours of being there because we're not gonna want to camp and then (laughs) and even when we were finally enjoying camping sam would just say wow camping's not bad like as if it was surprising (laughs) every time
1: i was shocked i'm still shocked honestly that camping didn't suck it was you know listeners if you're thinking about maybe camping in like a park or something just do it i did it Wow! You. Sam can, you. can. Anyone
0: can. Yeah, yeah. that's the point. Yeah. Yes. So, so are you This guys is where we get any... a Verbo sponsor. Yeah, yeah, I would say ab- absolutely. You, you would need an Angelina julie to protect you, and even then, I don't like. No, but I, I have like good like long distance running. Like I could, I could run. bullets like, do long... too.
1: Okay, well, if I'm getting chased, I'm. Gonna, this is just. Oh, so are we fire, imagining right? just the forest fire, or this exact scenario? Okay, I was imagining just the forest. Yeah, if okay. With How this, about we just with do this... surviving in the woods? Okay, well, <laughs> I think I have a pretty good shot. I,
0: the problem with you, Sam, is that I think you could do it, but you would just complain too much. What do you mean? <laughs> I never complain ever. Like, about like I think you, you could do it, but like instead of like just going to get the firewood that you might need. You would just complain that you're like, oh my God, I just want to go home. And then you <laughs> and no, Sam's, to get the definitely,
3: Sam's definitely the guy with the luck who he shits and then wipes his ass with poison ivy. Oh, that exactly. would totally yeah. be you. Oh, I
1: was, oh, my ass was itchy the entire trip. I shouldn't have said oh. that. I regret saying that. <laughs> no, it's okay.
2: It's okay. <laughs> Our listeners needed to hear that. We need yeah. to know about Sam's ass.
0: Well, guess what? We could probably do that, ex- that exact hike. We we can stray off the trail in Yellowstone when we're out there. We can just do, we can do whatever hike they did instead in this movie. Mm. Yeah, we can follow the creeks and the creeks the will back go country. to rivers
1: and the rivers will go to towns. Yeah.
2: So I wish I got more of that though. Like I wish in this movie I got to see more of Montana. Like yeah, I no no I
0: wish there was a bit more wilderness. survival. There's yeah. yeah. I wish there was. I wish I wish there was more survival talk because. Um, I, again, I think that would have supported Taylor Sheridan's whole thing about kind of connecting with the nature around you. It did feel, I, I'll admit it, I felt a little lost between the two poles of like, do I just want to be this fun surface level action movie that doesn't really, you know, worry too much about what characters are saying or anything? Or do I want to be this kind of introspective examination of, of nature and our relationship with it? And as a result, I agree, it kind of has like a bit of an identity crisis. Um, but I think if you're willing to accept it as just one or the other, there's a lot of fun to be had. I, uh,
2: well, I wish I
3: would have seen the dynamic between the boy and Angelina Jolie a bit more fleshed out. Yeah. Um, because I, or
1: the boy and the dad or the boy and the dad. No, if (laughs) they could just get rid of the dad and get rid of the dad entirely. There was no fucking
2: point. It's so weird to me that Taylor Sheridan invented that dynamic and that didn't exist in the book. Because that dynamic in the movie, I felt, was is so underwritten. Yeah, well, it's, it's like, so like, now it's like any line that actor says, like, son, I love you, comes off as so terrible.
1: Because it like, doesn't make sense.
3: He, he
2: it dies. Right. It's so yeah.
1: lowest common denominator, like, I did the right thing, son. Like, could you get <laughs> any more basic than,
0: like, the right. good and guy did, back did Do you think he might have not done the right thing? Because there's a situation where he there's a scene when the boy says, but you did the right thing, right, Dad? And he doesn't respond that time. He just kind of... That like,
2: would have been interesting oh, to explore, that his dad is some sort of... That would have that would have
0: been an awesome
1: <laughs> twist that he had, like, some... Yeah, like, some last-ditch, like, change. Well, yeah, there's,
0: a, there's this amazing twist in the book that that wasn't even possible because this character wasn't included in the movie. But I couldn't... It was, like, it was clearly the best part of the book, and I couldn't believe that you would adapt this book and not include it. So, and I, my sense with, with the Dad thing is that they... they because, again, in the book, basically, he just witnesses, like, a random murder, and it sets the course of events. And so my sense is that they were worried that the murder needed to somehow have some emotional weight to it, and so they had to rework all of it to make it, like, his dad. But it ended up being just too much maneuvering, and I, it ended up really just kind of cheapening the, a lot of the, the stakes. They could have this
1: just made it a only... mass murder or something. This like, is... just make it a, a couple more people.
2: This is <laughs> the only time on this podcast I'll ever say this. I think this movie should have had the it too treatment where it was so faithful to the book that it actually worked. But for 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 it too it didn't work, but I think this movie could have used a faithful treatment because well, sounding Car- like the book was a lot better than the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I I'd say if you guys were in
0: the mood for like a fun page turner, like thriller, um, it's it's a it's a book I definitely recommend. Michael Carita, who wrote the book, did co write the film too, or at least he's credited as a, as a screenwriter. So I'd be interested to see the collaboration between him and Taylor Sheridan, like, what, what compromises he made and why. Because, obviously, he made a lot of them. Um,
1: yeah, mostly
0: mostly after watching this, I'm just
1: disappointed. Like, I, I thought Taylor Sheridan is just way better than what this hey. movie came out as. And I, like, you, kn- you know, it's a blip in the road. I think he'll be back and he'll make good films. But this was, this was a mess, in my opinion. Just a, um, a big old miss.
3: You know what did not disappoint? Though was, Michels versus the machines. Yes, but John Bernthal's middle part.
0: Was <laughs> yeah, yeah, he so great. so good. Yeah, yeah Wait, John so Bernthal. Good. We can all agree that he's good in this, right? He's an amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah he's, good. He, he's very good. He was, he's a very good actor. I think
3: he was the best actor part of the movie. He was like the most outside of made. Tyler Perry. Outside is, of Tyler Perry. Yeah, he's yeah.
0: tailor made for Taylor Sheridan's kind. Con- of yeah. tailor made. No pun intended for for taylor sheridan's kind of whole deal because he has that kind of gruff voice and exterior and he's he's just like built for everything like the jeff the The, jeff bridges trying to do wait wait yeah
2: yeah, well
3: that's a scene that i i really liked was when they were by the the creek side and john bernthal just starts like freaking the hell out and then eventually like tries to disarm the one guy I really like that exchange between those characters why and did I they just that- shoot him by the way i was like
0: just dome <laughs> him i was like this well no because they this- they were relying on him as a tracker yeah.
2: i they needed him i i just remembered my favorite scene in this movie it occurs i think 20 minutes into this movie um and I, I think it's probably one of my favorite moments of 2021 cinema uh so they're they're at a bar and um this girl is in an argument And they're like, this guy is your boyfriend? Oh my god, he's vaping.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I will say all those, all those like side friends were really terrible characters that were super necessary. <laughs> yeah. Unnecessary. Oh yeah. And also oh, the dude. part where he goes, she's doing it again. And then yeah, it's, yeah. Like, that little, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. The whole
4: hor- bit.
1: That horrible, stupid sequence where yeah. she jumps off of a, a truck <laughs> yeah. and it's like, yeah. She went, I think no. it was softer. Like, yeah. I was a, Tom. Yeah. The, was the like, movie got well, off well, to a it got like, off like, to
0: a very this, rough start. I was like, I want to make it clear that I don't, I don't, I probably would even put this in my definitely not in my my top five. Maybe my top 10 just because this has been a... Because we've only year.
1: seen 10 years of <laughs> yeah. 10 movies this year, yeah um, but
0: uh, but I, I, I think there's a lot of fun to be had. I, I will uh, the last thing I'll say about Taylor Sheridan, too, though, is that uh, I haven't seen it, and I don't intend to, but without Remorse on Netflix you guys, or on Amazon Prime, the one with uh, Michael B. Jordan, the oh, like yeah. Tom Clancy movie, he actually co-wrote that too, or at least I think he did like the final pass of the script, and they're saying that's terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah. terrible. So I am a little worried that I'm a little worried that maybe Taylor Sheridan and it's truly the worst thing you've ever seen.
1: <laughs> I don't
2: know, Corey. Your your delivery on that was just. So, <laughs> I, I I thought you were gonna say it was good, and then you're well, like, Corey always does this, where he goes, "Yeah,
1: you guys, he-, he goes, have you guys heard of this thing?" And then he goes, "I'm I'm not I'm not trying to hype like do any hyperbole. This is the greatest thing ever created. We are so blessed to be in it. Wait, in I I admit
0: I don't intend on watching." Which kind I know of, the,
1: but but for you to bring up something and then just <laughs> well no but, unrelated no, but things, it's, my, it's the point wrong. i make I will say that
0: I, it occurred to me that between the bad reviews that's getting and the mixed reviews this is getting uh that you know he might be at like a bit of a bump in in the road. I just hope he can rebound hey. because I do think he's already delivered at least two if not three of the better scripts I've encountered over the past uh several thriller years. scripts when people and heard so I really hope he can Cardi- get back to that.
2: When people when people heard Playboy Cardi's verse on Pain 1993, they were like, Oh, oh my God, God, does this guy suck so bad? And then they were like, Oh my God, all the leaks are kind of sucking. So they were worried about Playboy Cardi. So and then he was the best
1: album ever.
2: Yeah. So Playboy Cardi, Taylor Sheridan, same person. That's my. I would say so.
1: That was i That was such a good point.
0: Yeah. I act- There's. <laughs> I actually just assumed they were the same person always. <laughs> Yeah. Playboy
2: Cardi's writing neo westerns now. Yeah, and, that's good. And JPEG good Mafia scoring them. Oh, yeah. and speaking oh, of neo westerns, so
0: speaking of neo westerns, a movie that I really want to plug on the podcast because I think it's a super important movie Election. is Concrete Cowboy on Netflix. This movie got so overlooked. It came out last month it has Idris Elba and caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things, who's fantastic in it. Um, and it's about this. I never even heard of this. It's this real life cowboy community in philadelphia uh like all these yeah. black cowboys at the Fletcher street riding club it's called and yeah it's just like these they they're, they're a, they have like a stables and everything in the middle of philadelphia and the city's constantly trying to demolish them and kick them out and it's just kind of about their right to own that land and it's kind of about really their goal is to like help decrease gang violence and drug use in their communities by turning uh, young people towards horse horseback riding and like the cowboy life basically so it's it's if it, the movie functions like a neo-western but it's kind of just like this really nice, heartwarming sort of story. Like it's it does it's not a, a game changer by any means, but uh, I think it's definitely a good entry in this kind of neo western genre and a really interesting one because it's literally set with obviously within the walls of a of a giant city like Philly, uh, and yet it's it's very much about cowboys and and you know black culture. It's a lot, a lot of really interesting stuff. It's a cool premise. Also
2: written by Taylor Sheridan.
0: Yeah. No, by, that by is Boy Cardi yeah, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I was worried because Lee, Lee Daniels produced it. Who he's like probably the least interesting filmmaker in all of Hollywood. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. we talked about this. Yeah, we <laughs> talked. <laughs> yeah, but but luckily he didn't, he must not have gotten his claws too deep in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine working your entire
1: life. Just for people to be like, I really hope he has nothing to do with this project. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. He, he ruins everything he touches.
0: And I, and, I, and I should say, he's a very accomplished filmmaker who has been nominated for numerous awards. It's not, it's not, for, for, uh, it's not for me to say that he's, uh, he's that terrible. But he's terrible. But he's pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. Are For there anyone, anyone final? who's doubting that watch the United States versus Billy Holland. Yeah, I yeah, I exactly. think
1: if there's one movie, no one is gonna watch after listening to our podcast. It was that one because not only Probably. did we all say it was trash, but we took three minutes to decide how yeah. bad it was. Like, yeah, you can't you can't even hate watch it. It was just so bad. Yeah,
2: it's just boring, dude. And it's so long.
1: <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, thank God this movie. I do, I do. I'll say two final things I I do appreciate why I don't think this movie is a complete waste of time is one. I think the pyrotechnics are awesome. I think that final them running into the river is like such a cool final sequence. It was the only time I was really like involved in the movie. I felt Um, that was just really well done. And I thought like it was was great detail on the CGI there. It was really impressive. And then the second thing, which I was thinking of, and I totally
0: forget now. And that's it's so... short. You're but again that's... Oh, it's
1: short. Good call Samir. Yeah, yeah, there's movies an hour and twenty yeah, minutes, which it's is tight. really nice. Very, very tight. Yeah.
0: But again, that's that's kind of my point when you're talking about that final set piece. I'm not it's gonna like... cheer for it though. No, but it's like this it it's the kind of movie that like is not meant to be watched on a streaming service. Like it just isn't. Like you're supposed to experience this in a theater. I even even when I went to see the fucking Saul movie that was terrible, Spiral, I had this thought where I was like Look, I don't like this movie, and it's not my thing. But if I was in a packed theater right now, and I was seeing people like grimace when they when they watch a tongue get cut off, you know, or like curl into like maybe they're sniffing arm or whatever it might be, I'm like, that's that's all part of what movies are. They can movies can be bad. They're hitting on and
2: someone else's lap see? in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, Corey, yeah. Corey Corey was mad just because they
1: wouldn't let him like hug. Yeah, like, so the exactly. To Corey was like, like,
3: explaining movie- exactly how I felt during. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Mortal Kombat.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, um, see, yeah, and maybe I should have been more sympathetic to that Dane. Well, you should have
1: also been seven it... marks
0: deep, like Dane, so he could. <laughs> yeah, <you. laughs> wait, wait, wait. Fair, Fair enough. enough. I'm the only
2: one on this podcast that has not been inside a movie theater for like <laughs> fake two year, a year and a half. samiri
1: What's your the last movie I saw in theaters was Uncut
2: Gems. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> is wow. it just because you, you? Is it because you, you just don't you want? You back back yeah. You've been
1: vexed
0: for like. Nothing
2: now. good has come out in my yeah. There's
0: nothing good to said. see. I, yeah. I wanted I race. wanted to take Gabby to go see a movie this weekend, and there's just nothing. Limbo it's is not Limbo about is out. go watch
1: Limbo. I hear Limbo is good. Limbo, I'm, I'm excited. Heard
0: of that. The the one I'm excited it's for it's about a poly-
1: it's about like a refugee camp, and they get visited. It's like a surrealist movie. It sounds pretty good.
0: Yeah, it- it's it, it sounds intriguing. But honestly, I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep it real. Like I know as much as I shit on like major blockbuster films. I think the movie to get people back in theaters, the one I'm most excited to like to, to see, is, believe it or not, A Quiet Place. Cruella. Oh. Because I, I think that, again, it's exactly what I'm that's saying the about theater experience, yeah. It, it's like, like, like when that theater is dead silent and you're all waiting for, for something to, to drop, like that's what the movie theater is all about, is that yeah. kind of communal A- apparently experience. Apparently it was kind of and mid, really though. Like it was, yeah. Oh,
3: it, it, I read that it, it, it wasn't it all, as good yeah, as the first, out, but it's still good. Yeah
0: yeah i know yeah it's not getting the best reviews and it's because it's i don't i don't really think john Krasinski's that great of a director but it it's just yeah. like i'm right now what i'm realizing is i'm not even necessarily craving the best movies i'm just craving the best theater experiences and i think that can offer that
1: i'm just excited say for Corella when
0: she kills the puppies and everyone gasps hey, that's gonna hey, be hey, such a good getting i, decent buzz. I, the I first was gonna note,
1: say
2: i'm
3: oh go, go ahead Smur.
2: Well, I was just going to say, the movie that I think that I'm going to be, that will mark my return to the theaters, is The Green Knight. The trailer dropped oh, while wait. you guys were on your trip. Oh, I know. The Unbelievable. Yeah, I, really good I just haven't seen Bro. it. You haven't seen the trailer?
3: Oh my god, it's it looks no, so good. No, I'm
2: not going to lie,
0: that
3: watching that, that
2: trailer... That's going to
0: gonna, that's gonna be my movie of the year. I think it better be.
3: Watching that trailer, I was like, this movie could be, like, historic. Yeah, it, oh yeah. The visuals are really insane. good and it's it did, the first really it's the first time that like i i've i'm i watched this trailer and i was like I got chilled. how got did chilled. they film this oh, i know and,
0: yeah. and david lowry's that kind of director where i'm like of course like he was just waiting for that movie that would oh, be yeah. historic like he everything and, he makes me is so good he just was waiting for that one to be like yeah i'm, a, I'm the fucking best you know yeah. and,
2: and 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 what's awesome to me is that even a24 recognized that because they released everything else that was made around this time like first cow blah 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 right. And they and they held on to the Green Knight. They were like, no. We are waiting right. for and, a theatrical 8... release for this. You guys 8... don't 8... understand what we have on our hands.
0: <laughs> exactly. Because 8, 824, as much as people love them, they're not always the best at supporting their movies. So the fact that they're really putting the work into this one, like you said, Samir, really- It's pleasant. promising. They, they know what they have on their hands. Yeah. The that
1: Green will Knight, be the one that will
2: bring me
3: back. <laughs> I, I feel like after this, we could probably give our final thoughts on uh, the movie we watched. But yeah. the Green Knight, mm-hmm. it's- Watching that trailer, it's everything I love about oh, the movies. Yeah. Like, me too. Just all the, the makeup looks so good. The settings, the film mm-hmm. the, and the way it's filmed. The story the, seems and, like it's super exciting.
2: The excitement is
3: there, and like, yeah. and like you can
2: really tell when it is when it's like, it's like, oh wow, like we're just excited about this movie, and you can see it. Like I felt the same way. I know Sam doesn't like this movie, Knives Out, where it was like the excitement is there. Like there's so much excitement. And it's palpable in like every frame. Well, and now uh, out, I was like, okay, like. Well, you're well, you're lucky here
0: because I'm sure by this time tomorrow, Dev Patel will have been casted in Knives Out too because yeah, yeah, I yeah, God, every that is that, movie, that cast yeah. is everybody and their mother. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So obviously, we're all going to give Green Knight five stars when it comes out. But <laughs> well, let's do some quick star rating for those who wish me dead because I can't imagine. Uh, I think we all know who will have the highest one, but so I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> use you.
1: Wait,
0: who? who's starting? I said you, Sam, just because yours is the only oh, one I no. think I've seen on Letterboxd.
1: Yeah, I give this movie two stars. I think this movie, my review was, holy lowest common denominator, Batman. I just, not good. Very bad. I,
2: I, I, I give it two stars, and my review is two for nostalgia. Um,
3: <laughs> I'm going to give it a two and a half. I like, to, I like some things in there. Just wasn't super, like, at times, I thought it wasn't very visually interesting other times i thought it was but i thought it was a uh, little less than mid <laughs> wow
2: <laughs> Sub,
0: than some mid.
1: even call yes yeah, some Sub mid mid. Sub mid. mid. Wow.
0: so i is this the first time i like something more than dan i was gonna say i was gonna say this is <laughs>
1: definitely the first time you yeah you've liked anything more than dane
0: but uh i'm gonna give it Three and a half stars. I'm Jesus gonna give it Christ Cory. I'm gonna give it three for the film itself and the extra half star is for my compression sleeve friend who I hope enjoyed. Oh. <laughs> Actually, we'll I'm give gonna you, give we'll it give I'm that. gonna
3: give it three stars and the extra half star is because of John Bernthal's mid
1: Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> give it one and a half stars um because Corey is giving half stars unrelated to movies and so Wait, you know dink. you know what we
0: should start doing is instead of giving out stars, like the, we should give out uh, you know, like some, like you know, it'd be like three and a half uh, John Bernthal parts out of five. Oh, like that. that's a good one. <laughs> that's Okay,
1: fun. okay. Yeah. Let's all let's all do ours in Bernthal parts now. So <laughs> okay. I'll give it two Bernthal parts.
0: Burnthal um, parts.
3: It just sounds like we're talking about his junk. <laughs> yeah.
0: Can we? Uh, can we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can we? Um. Yeah, like like you know, like those tweets that are that are like uh spoilers that without any context. Can we yeah. do like an a spoiler for this episode of our podcast that it's just has just like parts. John Berthal, like a close up on John Berthal's, uh part? Yeah,
1: that's it. That's all it is.
0: We'll just <laughs> zoom in. Yeah. yeah, Well, it was folks, a really good middle part. Uh, yeah, great middle part. Great movie, as far as I'm Shut concerned. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think that that's just about all all we have for this one. It, it looks like again we mentioned a couple films even tonight uh in the coming weeks as we as we keep bringing you these these new episodes we're going to have a lot of new movies to talk about yeah. so it should be oh. a lot of fun in the weeks ahead
3: i'll say after some of the buzz that corella has been getting i'm, I'm excited a, to watch, I'm a, watch a it, excited yeah,
0: it i'm now. kind of excited i'm kind
1: of
3: excited about it
2: yeah, really no, i still I, it... I still
0: you guys this is my least favorite kind of movie in every way it's everything yeah, I, I know about movies so popular. we'll go from one week where Corey's
1: the weirdly optimistic one and then cory will be the weirdly pessimistic one i'm I'm, I'm look i'm op-
0: i'm open to liking anything but like like a oh basically like it's like three it's like five levels of remakes inside cruella you know what i mean it's yeah. just like there's it's it's the I, point it's of emma, the movie is it's originality. emma stone
1: dude how can you know like emma stone
0: yeah, I mean, she's, and she's been in plenty of bad movies. I love her as an actress, but it's not like she's she creates gold every everything she's in. I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I'm I not too sure. Don't know
2: what it is about. It's not gonna be the female Joker. I hope it's not.
3: I heard it was very time. Devil Wears Prada, is what I've I've read. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Like that it's what? interesting. Jo- like Devil Wears Prada meets Joker.
0: Hmm. huh That's cool. Yeah, concept. I don't know if I, I don't know if I need that in my life. At least not from the Walt Disney <laughs> I just want to uh, say also, also,
3: this is.
0: Much rather small, sports small independent films like Those Who Wish Me Dead from Warner Brothers. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. so noble of
1: you. That your your art consumption is map. so uh, what lefty. I don't even know.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But so far, I guess we can end on this dreary note. Maybe we can cut it. But like, uh, <laughs> movies of 2021 have sucked oh my yeah, god bad.
0: yeah the only one i think As was a, a genuine great was the mitchell's versus the machines yeah. yeah yeah
1: i agree it's the more and more i think about it, mitchell's and machines is like such a warm spot in my heart now yeah. because every other movie is gonna be yeah. so fucking garbage but, this but year yeah yeah
0: again give give concrete cowboy a chance i don't think it would it might you know by year's end i doubt it'll even be a very highly ranked film for me but it, it definitely like it, it's it's sticking with me and i think it's definitely something worth your time oh um, nobody and, nobody was um, good I'm gonna say this too. Yeah.
3: Listen, guys. I know not everyone liked it, but I did like Mortal Kombat. If you oh, If you my. like Mortal Kombat, if you just like like fun, campy movie, Mortal Kombat was pretty good. But it's not. A, it's has. But it's yeah, a bad movie. About as good of a script as uh, this movie. Wow. It wasn't, yeah.
1: Ouch.
0: Wow. Yeah, well and, yeah. and shiva baby i thoroughly enjoyed shiva oh shit yeah shiva baby well that was 2020 20, 20, though that was 20, 20. well yeah but so is so are a bunch of these but as far as i'm concerned if they if they did release this year and if their buzz <coughs> i'm almost just talking about it colloquially like if their buzz came about this year i'll just refer them as 2021 films you know that's
2: fair yeah i agree but I,
0: you are technically right well with that that has been another episode of it's all filming games i am Corey. Uh, as always, the most correct member of the podcast. <laughs> 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 Alongside me is Sam, who I would probably call the most wrong of the podcast. What, if, if, would, what, what are you estimating this on? Um, probably losing to me in Survivor, something Jesus like that. Yeah. At
1: least I made the finals. I yeah, that's true. I, Samir, I, I was say, Samir
0: might also be in contention for that, considering his track record with some of our games. But I <laughs> tend to agree with, with, with Samir's opinion way more than I agree with Sam's. Uh, so there's Sam, there's Samira, and there is Dane. We will see you all next time. Thanks for listening, folks.